Hello, welcome to Cricket Abstract. This is Aziz. Let's uh, talk about the England-Australia T20 series that's going on right now in Australia. The first game, Australia was not able to field their full bowling attack. Cummins, Hazelwood, Stark missing out. But um, Australia winning the toss, opting to bowl first on a hard, fast Perth wicket. England playing real well, starting off with four fours on their first over. Joss Butler really showing his aggression and uh, his ability to take advantage of loose deliveries, taking Cameron Green for 16 runs in his first over, getting him for four fours, and uh, really helping Alex Hales and England post a solid foundation, scoring 68 off 32 balls with eight fours and four sixes, striking at 212. Alex Hales scoring 84 off 51 with 12 fours and three sixes, the first partnership breaking at 132 in 11.2 overs. So a seriously good opening stand. England didn't fully capitalize with uh, the number three and onwards uh, batsman. Failing to score above 13 runs. So after the uh, opening stand of uh, 132, only one batsman was able to score at 13 or above. In fact, nobody scored beyond 13. Chris Wokes, the highest scorer uh, after Joss Butler with his 13 off of five deliveries. Scoring a six and a four. Hitting a six uh, towards the end of the innings. And showing that is, in fact, an all-rounder. Hasn't really had uh, many games in this format, but uh, is taking full advantage of the opportunities given to him bowling well and hitting a few down the order when needed so coming down pretty late see one two three four five six number eight coming in uh at a pretty uh important position in t20s and providing that impetus that england needed david milan coming down at seven probably because england were looking for acceleration once that first wicket fell at 11.2 overs so rightly sent in ben stokes who was not able to take a full advantage of the opportunity to uh, help england accelerate even further scoring just nine off of nine deliveries but it is his first t20 back after a while it may take him some time to adjust adapt we all know how dangerous ben stokes is harry brook getting out uh, on just 12 runs off of 10 deliveries off of the new Australian bowler Daniel Sams who's been introduced to the T20i scene this was actually he has played nine games before this game versus England averages uh, about 43.5 economy of a little over 10 not the best numbers but he does have a good local T20 record and I can see what uh, what they see in Sams as far as a backup bowler goes he's tall he's uh, a left arm medium fast bowler gets some good bounce he dismissed harry brook moin ali came in gave a little bit of impetus with his 10 off of seven deliveries no fours hitting that one six sam kern being dismissed by ellis off of just his fifth delivery scoring two runs and um both moin ali and sam kern being dismissed to off of the bowling of uh, nathan ellis who has a pretty bustling run up decent pace bowls at around 135 k's and uh, has a decent slow ball nice addition to the australian side good backup for the uh, bowlers that are not playing remember we've got hazelwood out stark and cummins also not playing so the bulk of australia's bowling in fact backbone in fact the majority of the structure of australia's bowling attack is missing so as far as that's concerned australia did a pretty good job to restrict england if anything to um to just 208 after that sort of a start. Not a bad recovery from the bowling side of things for Australia after that initial stand. Opening of bowling was uh, 
Cameron Green and uh, Kane Richardson. They share the new ball. Cameron Green going for 38 off his three overs, pretty expensive. Kane Richardson going uh, for 39 off his four overs, taking one wicket though, that of Alex Hales. Daniel Sams going for 42 off his four overs, taking one wicket, getting uh, Harry Brook and um, Nathan Ellis. Pick of the bowlers, given just 20 runs in his four overs with an economy rate of five and taking three wickets. Big impact from Nathan Ellis. Would be interesting to see if he gets a couple more games in the series. Swepson, expensive. Gave uh, 31 runs in his two overs uh, at an economy of 15.5. Didn't take any wickets. Marcus Stoinis taking one wicket for 36 runs in his three overs. Australia's batting. Very uh, good reply from Australia. David Warner scoring 73 off 44 balls. Eight fours and two sixes. Cameron Green, not the best um, outing for him getting out on just one run of the two deliveries off of a Reese Topley back of a length delivery that jagged back a bit, cut him in half, took the inner edge, and provided an easy catch to Joss Butler. Mitch Marsh coming in, providing some very good support and uh, and acceleration, scoring 36 off 26 deliveries with his three fours and two sixes, eventually getting out to Adil Rashid. And um, Aaron Finch, unlucky, unlucky, getting run out at 12. Things are not going his way as of late, and it did put himself down the order, possibly to think a bit more straightforward as far as getting uh, that score to, to get his momentum and rhythm going again. But fortunately, getting run out on just 12 runs off of seven deliveries, he did hit a, managed a six. So there will be, there, there, there are some promising signs, and I'm sure Aaron Finch will, will contribute before and during the World Cup very fine 20 batsman and is the captain of the side so i'm sure it's just a mo matter of time for aaron finch to find a bit of form and uh starts to contract with the bat as we all know he can marcus Stoinis came in at number five scored 35 off just 15 deliveries two fours three sixes providing some serious firepower down at number five couldn't continue his onslaught was dismissed by mark wood and uh, dave david milan taking a pretty good high catch fall in the process um Tim David, unfortunately, getting Smith for just zero off three deliveries. That was off Wood. Um, that was during uh, Mark Wood's spell. Bowled very well for his three wickets. Matthew Wade was involved in a bit of controversy. Uh, there was talk of him possibly obstructing the field in a run-out opportunity uh, involving him and Mark Wood, who was the bowler at the time. Uh, Wade seemed to have gotten in the way of Mark Wood as Mark Wood was trying to run out. Matthew Wade did survive and ended up scoring 21 runs off 15 deliveries with his 1-4-6. Couldn't take Australia over the line this time. He has been an outstanding finisher as of late, but just couldn't do the job uh, to, in this particular game. Did contribute, but uh, Australia did not get over the line. Unfortunately, Daniel Sams coming in after Wade, scoring just six off of four. Nathan Ellis scoring a, a duck off of two deliveries. Kane Richardson not out, along with Mitchell Swepson. Australia, 200 for nine after 20 overs. England's bowling card. Impressive. Start things off, Chris Wilkes was a bit expensive. His two overs going for 21 runs, but Reese Topley bowling very well, giving 36 runs off of four overs and a chase at 208. That is not a bad performance at all. It's quite economical, and he did take two big wickets, that of Cameron Green and uh, Dan Sams, to finish things off towards the end, since there were just eight runs to go on Australia's end. Getting that wicket of Dan Sams could, who knows, could have scored just two more boundaries if needed. He did score 
score that one boundary. Uh, could have taken uh, Australia over the line, but Stapley dismissed Daniel Sams, and uh, Australia ended up being eight runs short. Mark Wood bowling very well again, giving 34 runs and four overs. Economy just 8.5, taking three wickets. That of David Warner, the big one, Marcus Stoinis, and Tim David. Very good performance from Mark Wood, continuing where he left off from that Pakistan series. In Pakistan, bowling with serious heat. And, uh, very of Sam Curran. He had another impactful performance, giving away 35 runs, four overs, economy rate of 8.75, taking two wickets and um, dismissing Matthew Wade and Ellis to help seal things for England. Adil Rashid, a bit expensive, actually. His three overs costing 41 runs, economy rate of 13.66, taking one big wicket, though, that of... Mitchell Marsh, who was looking very dangerous. He was dismissed for 36 off 20. Ben Stokes just getting two overs, going for 18 runs, just nine runs per over, taking no wickets, but not finishing up his spell. Moinelli bowling just one over, giving away 11. Overall, a good performance from both sides. Uh, Australia missing the core of their bowling attack, and England showing that they can adapt to conditions quite quick, playing aggressive cricket and uh, hitting very clean, especially at the top. Would like to see some more some more runs from number three and below but uh, I'm sure the rest of the English bats will adjust it will be very interesting to see how these teams go at it from here on there is talk of Australia's three main bowlers coming back into the side in the uh, during the second leg of this series I believe there is at least one more game at Perth before uh, these three players can be added logistically to the side uh, once that once these three uh, Stark, Cummins, and Hazelwood are added to the side. I'm sure we can see an impact, and it will be very interesting to see how England England uh, adapt and how they play those three bowlers. And you're talking about Cummins being the number one test bowler in the world. Josh Hazelwood is number one in T20s, and we all know how dangerous Mitchell Stark is. So it will be very interesting to see these bowlers back in, in the side. I believe Adam Zampa also wasn't playing. He's a very handy leg spinner, more than handy. He's a specialist leg break bowler and uh, incredibly successful, not just for Australia, but in the BBL in Australia. Given the World Cup is going to be played in Australia, I think um, I think Australia have the experience and they have the skill to really go far in this tournament. But uh, there are some dangerous sides aside from Australia, like England, who bowled very well to restrict Australia to 200. David Warner was looking like he was going to take the game away from England, along with Mitchell Marsh playing incredibly well. Marcus Stoinis also contributed with the bat and um, so did Matthew Wade with a 21, but England kept together and um, and really, really pulled off a close win. That is the uh, result of the first T20. There should be plenty of excitement to come. There is a separate leg of the tournament in which we can see the rest of Australia's bowling attack being added into the playing 11. That should make things that much more interesting. So until the next game, thank you for tuning in. This is Cricket Abstract. I'm Aziz. Join us again next time. Thank you.